Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make him known in your daily life. Enjoy. Perfect. On my feet a little bit. Man, God is so good. Kind of want to piggyback off that. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was talking about family members, man. It's just, he is, he's reconciling some stuff right now. Um, I had talked to my sister today who I haven't talked to in like three years. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy like how he's restoring relationships and just over something that was just so silly, you know, and, and we just talked today, like we didn't even miss a beat and man, it was so good. It was so good, but he's doing something in families right now. And I really believe that like he is restoring relationships and families man and he's so good and so faithful I know we were singing about his faithfulness Sunday and we all know like how faithful he is but when I was just singing about I was literally shaking like I could literally feel like the presence of just him being so faithful and true And uh, that's kind of what I'm talking about today. So I'm really glad that Pastor Johnny asked me to speak. um, Probably probably a few days ago. But I was in my quiet time about a week and a half ago. And I was just asking the Lord. And I was just so hungry and desperate. Like, Lord, I want to find something in your word. Not just to read it. But I want a hunger for revelation on what exactly, where you want me right now. And so... um, he gave me second Kings. And so I was like, hmm, okay. And so, um, I read the first chapter and the second and I was like, Lord, I don't understand any of this. Like, I don't really feel oil on it. And then I read the third chapter and then it came to the fourth one and I broke down. I read the title and I was like, Oh my God, Lord, this is what you wanted me to read. Let me read the title of it. I'm not going to read the scripture just yet, but Man, it was so awesome. Sorry, I probably should have been more prepared with that. (laughs) (laughs) The widow's olive oil. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yes, Lord. And I just broke down. I was like, Lord, I already know what this is, man. Like, I can't wait to dig deeper into this. And so, uh, he's really talking to me about faith and obedience and I was like wow this is really what I need right now like help me to just dig more into the revelation of what you want me to get from this and so um I feel like in the church a lot of times we are not obedient because we lack walking by faith and I really feel like that's important for us as lovers and believers um to walk in faith and obedience. And I feel like if we lack that faith and obedience, then we lack trusting in him completely. And so it says in scripture, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, all of your heart, and lean not on your understandings. And so I feel like a lot of the time we lean into what um, we understand and we don't lean into what his will is, you know, because a lot of the time his understanding is not it may not be what we understand like lord i don't understand this but i know your will is good and i know you're gonna come through and so uh 
We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't walk by what we see, but we walk by what we know is true. And what is true, like his his faithfulness, like what his goodness, you know, like his promises. Even though like he'll promise us something and we may not see it come to pass, maybe years down the road. And sometimes us as lovers, like we get discouraged and we, we, um, we begin to lack faith and we begin to lack trusting in him. And so it's all about like trusting the process. Like, hey, I promised you this. I'm going to come through for you. And so when we truly know him and seek him, we won't lack anything. And obviously, like, there's no room for lack in the kingdom. There's no room for lack, which is so good. I'm like, yes, Lord, thank you. So walking by faith is walking by God's revelation of who he is. And that ultimately is knowing who you are. So whenever you know who he is and you're just so in love with him, you already know who you are in him because he he created you. Like he created you in your own image. So in his own image. And I want to read something out of David's book, which is really good. And uh, the day it's called Revelation is Key. Like, yeah. So it says when you get something in your heart, you don't just know about it you believe in it your actions will always show what you believe in and so whenever we believe (laughs) in the faith and we believe in what God's going to do our actions are going to show it so when we believe in him joy comes in that like all the fruits of the spirit like gentleness like yeah like I know he's going to do it so why not be joyful you know why not be compassionate and just all the things that he that comes with him like with knowing him and just walking hand in hand with him and I like that uh the word no I looked at a while back it means genosco I believe and it means intimacy it means just being intimate with the with the father which is really cool Okay, I'm going to go into uh, verses one through three of second kings and what I'm going to do is um probably in the middle of it, I'm kind of give like revelation and then I'll go into the other scriptures and do things a little different tonight. So second Kings four, one says the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't just ask for a few. And so I really want to touch on that is um, whenever she said, your, your servant has nothing left at all except for olive oil. But Elijah's response, don't ask for just a few ask for like go around and ask all of your neighbors like god isn't he the god of more than enough you know like he doesn't just give you some but he gives you everything so why not ask for everything he's already given it to you so don't ever limit him and i love how elijah just said don't ask for a few i feel like sometimes when we lack faith we can be like the widow and and, uh whenever god asks us what do we have you know it's uh, right down here is really cool. He just, he said this to me earlier. Sometimes we say, this is all I have, but he says, all of this you have. 
Yeah, I was like, wow, yeah, it's all ours. Like, it's all for us. Yeah. So I'm going to go into John 6. That's another example about feeding the 5,000. And it says, when Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip asked him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Yeah, it's like Jesus knew, like, even though he was asking Philip, like, how are we going to do this? Jesus already knew and had a plan in his mind, but was just seeing how Philip was going to respond to it. And Philip in this had a lack of faith, saying it would take more than half a year's wages to get bread for 5,000 people. And Jesus like, no, like he looked up to heaven and he already knew who his father was. Like he knew that he was already going to provide for him. Off of five loaves and two bread, y'all, 5,000 people. And he had more than enough left over. Like that is the kind of faith that I want. That's the kind of faith and obedience that I want to have. Mm-mm-mm. And like Elijah said, don't just get a few. Don't just ask for a few. Even though she had a hardly any oil. Like you, you have more than enough. Like I'm your provider. I've got you. And in Matthew 6, it talks about basically the same thing, about going into, um, no, I think I skipped something. Hold on. Yeah, okay, let's go to verse 4. I'm sorry. It says, Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. She then left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. And I feel like in this, um, this passage, I feel like the oil represents revelation. And so every time you go into the secret place, you're gathering your oil, which is your revelation. And that's how your faith is built. So we can't have faith and walk in obedience if we don't get the oil that comes in the secret place. Like that's where it's at. Like once we have that oil and that revelation of knowing who our father is, we won't, we won't lack faith. Like we'll walk in complete faith because he's faithful. He's faithful. It's so good. Yes, he's faithful. Like, he's just so good. Thank you for sharing that. That's like, yeah. God, man, that's so good. Oh, it's so exciting. (laughs) Matthew 6, it talks about going inside your prayer closet and shutting the door behind you. Like that's the greatest way for us to always walk in obedience to whatever he calls us to, to, to do, regardless of what what he calls us to do. What we have is going into the secret place and getting a revelation of who he is. When we know who he is, we know who we are. And I love it. Jesus was able to look up before the food was ever multiplied because he walked by faith and revelation and knew who his father was. He knew his father was and where his resources came from. So good. David, another example. He was a man after God's heart. He was obedient. 
He was so in love and so infatuated with the Lord. He, he was so in love with him and he loved to worship him. So whenever the thousands of people came and tried to attack David, David, in the midst of being attacked, was like, Father, I know, I know you love me. I'm in love with you. I'll do whatever it takes because I'm in love with the one who loves me. I'll go to the ends of the earth for you. I'll do all these things for you because you're so good and because I know who I am in you. Sometimes our obedience is just an overflow of our worship to him. It's a lot easier to be obedient when you're in love. When you're in love, you'll do anything. You'll do anything. Jesus went to the cross because he was in love. He was in love with us before he ever even knew us. Another example of Abraham and Isaac. God called Abraham to sacrifice his one and only son. And before he sacrificed him, they went to a place and worshipped. Abraham went and worshipped the father before killing his son. Because that's what God called him to do. And he was obedient because he was in love. Because he had faith. He knew his father was. At the last moment, he said, no, don't do it. The angel said, no, don't do it. We provide a sacrifice. Mm -mm -mm. Sometimes we have to go through the testing to see where we are in our faith. We need to go to the ends of the earth for him. Verse 5, it says, they brought the jars to her, and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. Mm. I believe that the jars, they represent our faith. And when the oil stopped flowing, it's because our faith died. It's because we lacked our faith and our revelation came to an end. We didn't really see who the Father was after that. And so I read something. It's, uh, we have the study Bible. And it says in the study Bible this on that verse. It says when it talks about how the oil stopped flowing was only when they ran out of containers. The number of jars they gathered was an indication of their faith. Beware of limiting God's blessings by a lack of faith and obedience. Yeah. Limiting God and what he can do will cause our oil to stop flowing. So we never want to be in a place where our oil stops flowing. We always want to be in that secret place, gaining revelation. Because when we gain revelation and see his face and know who he is, we never will lack faith. We'll always be obedient to what he wants us to do. I know it was short, but I hope, I hope y'all got something from that because I was wrecked. <laughs> But what I want to do, I want to do something a little different. Um, if you're believing the Lord for something and you have been standing on that for a while, I want you to stand up. It could be anything, just anything you're believing the Lord for. <clears throat> okay. Um, those who aren't standing, y'all want to go lay hands on those who are believing for something. We're going to pray. We're just going to, we're going to prophesy some stuff into the atmosphere.
Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you for the good Father that you are. We thank you for faith, Lord. We thank you, God, that the oil will never stop flowing when we're in the secret place with you. Father, I just declare, Lord, that those who are believing for something, who have been asking, Father, we just declare that those things come to pass. Father, we just declare your goodness and your faithfulness over every situation. Lord, every trial, God, we just declare your goodness. Father, we just thank you for the oil, God, that you've given us. We thank you for the access that you've given us, Lord, that we can walk into your throne room. We can walk into the secret place with full access. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just prophesy and declare into the atmosphere, God, that the things that your people, that your lovers are believing for, Father, that it will come to pass. And in this moment, we will just begin to, from this moment on, we will begin to hear testimonies of your goodness and your faithfulness of those who are believing for certain things. God, that we will never, ever have the mindset of lack. But Father, we will continue to have the mindset of who you are, Lord, we, of your goodness. God, that we never lack anything. That Lord, we just declare that, that God, that our jars will never be empty. Lord, that we will go to all of our neighbors and gather all of the jars. God, that you're overflowing. God, that we will overflow with your oil. So Father, we just thank you for who you are for always being our provider, for being a lover and a friend. We thank you for who you are, Jesus. We seal it. We seal it tonight. We just can't wait to hear the testimonies of what you have in store. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Such a culture word. So, so good. Thank you, Pastor Marissa. Wow. Rich, 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 rich. Um, I want to share this. Uh, something that really stood out to me that she had said that was pretty marking. Uh, when, we la- when we lack in faith and obedience, a lot of the time it's because we aren't trusting God. And it's so on point. I haven't talked to her about this, but it's so on point with what we've been seeing and counseling people in is this, and it's like what we kind of started praying about at the beginning. You know what I mean? Like being in a position where, you know, we are trusting God regardless. And one thing I want to say that's really cool, uh, there, there's, a, there's a phrase that I say quite often. It's the phrase of more, Lord. Uh, it's been on my heart for years. Years ago, uh, the Lord had shown me in 2 Kings where uh, the prophet is like, what do you got? She's like, I ain't got nothing except, like in her mind, she had nothing at all. Right there, she was lacking. I don't have anything except for the very thing that's about to bless my socks off. Right, she already had what was that? And and, and that was uh, years ago. I was I was in prayer, and so that that means so much to me that she brought that up because it 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 really is a life changing revelation to know that there is no lack in the kingdom, like none. The very thing this woman thought I have nothing, 
except for. And it was the except for, it was that thing that she did have, even though she thought she didn't have anything. And a lot of times, it's like, in the Lord, it's like, well, Lord, I'm empty. I have nothing except for time to pray. Except that I can sacrifice an hour waking up a little earlier to get into your presence. Right? So in the moments where we think we're lacking in actuality, that could be the fear or the lack of trust in God. We think that we have to have everything, and then we can come to him. And so I love that. But that's where we get, and that's where my heart has been with more, Lord. Because uh, if there had been more vases, there would have been more oil. So we say more, Lord, because, like, who knows? Like, there could have been more oil even today. And so I often think about that. It's like the very thing that she thought she was lacking, she actually had to receive the abundance of what God had for her. And each and every one of you have that exact thing. So that, that, that everything that you spoke on Pastor Marissa was so on point. It was such a culture word. It was just a beautiful, beautiful thing to hear. It stirred me like crazy. Um, and just thinking because she's right, like being in that place of secret with him. These are where the things uh, last Thursday, Pastor David ministered on Revelation. Uh, and it was a, it's so to hear these back to back, you know, uh, we did a little exercise. We're like, cover your eyes. Now uncover them. Revealing. Revelation. You know what I'm saying? And so we need that in our life. And when we get into the presence of God, there are things that he can reveal to us that maybe we were looking at this wrong. And now we're looking at it through the eyes of the Lord. Amen. And so uh, thank you for that word. And we say more, Lord. Right. We say the very thing that we think that we are lacking in is actually the very thing that God wants to bring an abundance to in our life. And so we say more, Lord, because if there would have been more vases, more vessels, there would have been more, the oil wouldn't have stopped flowing, right? You know what I'm saying? So we just say, God, we're going to consistently and, and constantly put, us, put ourselves in a place where we are abandoning all things to say, fill us up. And we want more. I once heard someone say, well, God gives you everything. Why would you need more? I was like, I don't know if you understand that. Because <laughs> I never want to limit or cap God, right? Like, I never want to limit or cap God. Like, there's still uh, fish in the ocean we don't even know about, right? And so there's more that he has for me as a son if there's fish that we don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, we say more, Lord. Pastor Marissa, thank you for that word. Um, go back and listen to it. It's going to be on the podcast by tonight. It, that was such a culture word. Thank you for sharing that. Um, but again, ask the Lord. Just, Lord, I want greater revelation of what you're doing in my life. And in any area where I feel like I have nothing at all or where I feel like I'm lacking, God, increase my faith to trust you because when the shaking comes, I want to be found faithful in what you have given me. So we just say, more, Lord. And we just say in every area, God, take us deeper into that place of secret so we can see what it is that you're doing in our life and trust you in Jesus' name. So, guys, I love you so much. Hug somebody. Tell them they're amazing. Uh, hang out. Drink some coffee. We're going to be back here uh, Sunday, uh, 1030. And then following Sunday, as Pastor Karen said, we're going to be having our baptism Sunday. So just worship, baptism. Also, happy birthday to Jacob and Trent. Right, who else is a January birthday? Yup, yup. The tree, dude, that's prophetic. Dude, that's prophetic. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Dude. It's prophetic. I know. Yeah, I know. I, trust me. Like, I can, we completely forgot. Uh, there will be cake Sunday. There will be cake Sunday, um, but uh, there, <laughs> there will be cake. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I love you guys. There will be cake on Sunday. Uh, I want to also pray. So, so Annie, Veronica, and Karen are leaving tonight. 
early, 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 going to Miami uh, for, a, um, uh, for a deliverance conference and just for a time of ministry uh, to get equipped. And so we just pray just blessings over you guys. I believe that you also have something to deposit into that city and region just as much as you're going to be receiving as well. And so uh, we just bless you guys and, and, and you guys going over there and just doing kingdom work, getting equipped. As you all know, uh, we are going to, at the end of, um, at the end of this year, uh, we're going to be having our school of deliverance. And so uh, Annie and Veronica, they have been over the past few months really getting, getting taught about deliverance um, and, and helping them to bring greater language to what deliverance looks like. A lot of times in the church, we're scared of deliverance because we think it's everybody's puking and shaking and rolling all over the ground. I just want to tell you, that ain't it. And so with that being said, so, so Veronica and Annie are at the end of this year, we'll be teaching Destiny Church's School of Deliverance. Uh, original curriculum activation and just teaching the depth of what deliverance we were talking about it Sunday is sometimes mass deliverance looks like you sharing one word of truth with somebody in aisle six of Walmart and it's breaking a mindset that they thought that they lacked that they were they were worthless that they were no valuable to be able to share the heart it delivers and breaks them of that mindset and so we have to get back to the place to where the church is functioning in the ministry of deliverance right for so long they've been kind of scared you know what i mean because they do they think it's just like ma demons manifest fall on the ground like it's going crazy you know and you may see that right like let's not be ignorant you you may see that we've seen some crazy things but at the same time we can't as the church be kind of like scared of that happening right we have to be in a place where we're operating we see jesus operate in this ministry and so anyway i'm thrilled for it so i know this weekend's going to be a blessing for you guys uh it's going to be so amazing and and guys let that build up your faith more and more for what we're going to be teaching on uh because you're right people need that freedom there's no doubt and sometimes that's exactly what to, to break free of the consist the, the just over and over and over again cycles and cycles and cycles there's deliverance that needs to be done so anyway i, I really believe you guys as much as you're going to receive you're going to deposit as well and so we just bless you guys there so love you all hug someone tell them they're amazing uh and we will see you guys on sunday 10 30 a.m love you guys jonathan here's with the beat man